still the 14th day of January 2018, and it's still the Radical Agnostic, episode 147, part two. It's myself, John. We have Mark Beef, the co-host. Uh-huh. We have Brian Richter here. Yay! I am here. And then uh, Greg Prill is still with us. What's up, Holmes? Yo. You guys know that Uber uh, is, is losing money faster than any tech company? Why? Because of Lyft? No. It's their just business model is extremely unprofitable. Now, Amazon was like that uh, for a long time, and it was part of the business model. It was like, yeah, we're going to get a lot of debt, and we're going to expand services, and then we sort of you change the business model at some point to make it profitable. Tesla, for example, I don't think has ever had a profitable year yet, but it's not doom for the company. You know, that's a, it's a thing that happens. Last year... Uber lost $1.2 billion, oh, I'm sorry, in the first half of the year, Ooh. which is unprecedented even for a tech company. By comparison, Amazon reported losses of $1.4 billion in 2000 during its biggest loss ever, and, and Jeff Bezos fired 15% of his workforce as a result in 2000, so it wasn't a good thing. But the only reason I bring this up is because someone was theorizing that, was claiming that Uber, this is all intentional. What they're doing is they're, they're not making money because their prices are too low, obviously. That's how business works. And they take a lot. I think they take 30% of your fare, Uber does. So how are they not making money? If yeah. they don't pay for your shit, they don't pay for your car upkeep, they don't take taxes out of anything, they just take 30% of what you make for driving people around, how fucked up is their business plan that they're losing money? Why are they losing fucking money? Because it's like a fucking pyramid scheme. It really is. They make money off what you do, they but no, they don't pay they you anything? No overhead. Yeah, they don't pay you anything. Well, they pay them six. They get sixty percent of the fare. The driver. Yeah, no, the driver earns that, and then they pay Uber for the privilege of driving the person of using their their website app. Like all it is is an app. Anyway, whatever. They're losing money, but anyway, the theory is they're they're doing this to destroy the the taxi mark company uh, industry. So once they can destroy that and it's dead in the water, then Uber will jack its rates way up on all of us. Well, they're doing it. I mean, the rates are I mean, still that, that, great that, compared that, to taxis. Compared to taxis, it's fucking... It can be du- like four times as much. Last time I was in Vegas, the taxi drivers were fucking crying so hard about Uber. Yeah. They're so pissed. They hate them. Fuck it. Why wait in a fucking 30-minute taxi line when I can just have my Uber driver pick me up across the fucking street and yeah. take me there for half the price? Like, But we'll see if this theory is true and if they really screw us all over by destroying the cab industry and then jacking up rates. I'm Ubering all over Vegas this time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you were a smart Uber driver, you would just give your card to customers that you really like and just be like, just call me privately. Yeah. You know, and just fucking do it by yourself. Yeah, that does Fuck happen, Uber. actually. I have seen that. People like, I know people that say, oh, my buddy's an Uber driver. He's like, we'll just call, I'll just call him on the cell phone and we'll just give him some cash, you know, yeah. Ten years ago, before Uber even existed, there were, you know, people that were cab drivers and then that they... We got private clients. They'd have private clients, yeah. too, yeah. I went, I went to Walmart to get a black shirt for this bouncer job. I, I, I've recently found that I'm, like, pretty much a, an, ex, an extra large now, like, get a pretty good fit most clothes so i buy a large because they looked big buy a large it's fucking a blouse it's a muumu on me i get home i'm like a large i'm 210 pounds six foot four and that that large doesn't doesn't uh doesn't work for me and then because uh, i needed it i'm a bouncer it has to stretch over the body oh it has to <laughs> so i go back and get a medium and it, it was like still too big I shrank it in the dryer. I wore it anyway. Are you in the big and tall section? 
No, man. No, I'm in is, the Walmart I've section. Seen, I've seen this happen. <laughs> I, I uh, A long time ago, we had like a stupid Hawaiian shirt day at work. And, yeah. and I had a coworker who was like 6'6". Six, six. He used to be a volleyball player. He got a Hawaiian shirt at Walmart, and he had to get the small. A small. For a 6'6", six, six, dude. Yeah. Cause it's because all the sizes is, is is out. Out. It's for outness. Yes. <laughs> it's sized specifically for. What do we mean when we say outness? It's sized for. The, it's it's size. Yeah. It's, it's it's like a trick mirror. Well, they know their market. It makes you, it makes you look thin. Like, yeah. You know, they're they're, they're you go, happy. Oh, oh, I'm a I, large. I'm only an extra large. And just for people out there, the only thing that makes you look thin is diet and exercise. <laughs> A shirt's not going to do it yeah, for you. When women no. are always like, black is slimming. I'm like, no. If, if, if Exercise you, is slimming. If you stand next to people who are fatter than you, that <laughs> <laughs> Oldest trick in the book. It's working for my wife. Yeah. She stands next to me. All right. Well, then it's the fitness, ironically. We'll transition Speaking right into fitness. Fitness. It's weird that we go from Walmart to Trump. It's not a big stretch. Mark, and this is going to blow you guys away, took a contrarian stance on an issue recently. What? Wait, hold on. No, I didn't. Let I, me brace the roof I didn't before take a it falls in. Stance. <laughs> okay, I think you did because no, you, you're the only non-conservative who who is saying that Trump that all of our standards for fitness are are fused and that he's just as fit as anyone else. For the I don't think your standards for fitness are confused. I think you're not applying them correctly because I think if you are taking his emotional well-being, his uh, acting out, his saying you know tweeting stupid shit yeah is all that kind of stuff if you if you're taking that as evidence Criteria. that he is not fit to be president then there's been plenty of presidents in the past that also were not fit to be president all right well let's, let's uh we'll get into the specifics so but the debate is fitness to hold office fitness is a, is a vague term that, that refers to is this guy minimally capable of of doing the job. So I guess partisan politics aside, policy aside, is this guy mentally and emotionally probably and temperamentally capable of doing the job without a, a, something horrible likely going wrong? And that's, I guess, how we could define fitness, right? Like, it's not about does the guy in office represent your views? It's does the guy in office, like, minimally capable of doing that job? You know, an air, an air traffic controller who's an asshole to his coworkers is fit to hold that job. He, everyone might hate him and he might even sure. do a bad job at it sometimes because of that. But he presses the buttons, he says the words, and it, the, well, play, I've, the plane's land. I've worked with people even recently where I'm like, I don't really like that person, but they're good at this. Yeah, and, but a blind guy or a guy with a, a narcolepsy, probably not fit to hold the job of air traffic controller. We agree. Right. So so the question is, is where does Trump fall on that, on that line? And, of course, my I'll start by giving a little bit of my arguments. One is that this job is more important than most other jobs some people would say any because of the nuclear button, and that will come into my assessment as well. So there should be, you know, it, the standards should be higher than they are for but, other things. Okay, just let me interject one right, thing. Yeah. How hard is it to press or not press that button? Yeah. Like, right. could a two-year-old baby do it? Well, it's not a button. Well, it's, it's on his desk, it's, it's and not, it's really big. It's so. big. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, well, and it works. I, my button's bigger works. than yours. But I'm just, you're saying that the job it's not is, a button, though. is it, really important. It's, it's a decision is what sure. it is. So, so how hard, is, so it how hard make, is it to make the decision and say, send the nukes? Don't send the nukes. That's what we're asking. How hard is it for him to make that no, decision? No, no, no. <laughs> not just for him, 
for anyone. Oh, are you asking the technical, the process? Yes. Like how, uh, how hard is it? Like, like what is, I'm not debating that we might not want to trust him yeah. in that capacity. You're saying there might be safeguards saying, in place? I'm, no, I'm saying we haven't thought about that. I'm saying that there are people in the past that also had that capacity that we might not have wanted to trust. Oh, yeah, agreed. If we actually knew about how they were but, doing But when things. you say we might not want to trust him, you mean absolutely fucking not, right? Because that's where I'm at. I absolutely don't trust Mark, this guy. Mark would just extend that to say, I, well, then I probably would absolutely not want any of these single dudes to have yeah, no, I, 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 no, I would. No, I, I would I, I want agree no with single person to have the ability to fucking send nukes. Now, it's a president It's got to be a fucking board decision. Like, board really like, but well, but what about the the time constraints in an emergency? I don't. We're gonna get blown up, really. So you want to blow everybody else up too? Like, no, I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck about the time. So you just think the but, the wires to the button should be cut? I mean, no, you shouldn't be able to launch them at all. Not have the capability to launch. Well, them in a perfect weapons. world, in, in, a, in a perfect world, but I think you should be able to, you know, maybe send one somewhere or whatever. I'm, but a, a full scale. If somebody bombed us to the capacity where the U.S. is going getting wiped out, yeah. Guess what? The rest of the world's getting wiped out too, and not because we sent missiles. That fucking fallout, fallout? is going to go around. It's going to create other fucking ca- catastrophes. It might not like be we, the end of the human race, but it's it's close. It's a Mad Max world. Yeah, it's gonna that. it's gonna create a lot of problems. If you destroy but, the whole United States, then yeah, but, you but have more a than, Mad but, Max. But you wouldn't to bring world. the United States down. You wouldn't really have to do a full scale nuclear assault because that EMP that comes with a fucking detonation well, that, of a nuclear bomb is gonna wreck the right, grid. Right, right. We're going down if we get if we get nuked. Like especially if more than if you hit four or five around the country in strategic places, it's gonna knock out the entire grid. Yeah, yeah. right. We're gonna be well, back in the fucking stone age. But the military oh, has well, has a lot of generators. Generators. So, um, well, yeah, how so fast do you think they're going to get that out? Fifty percent of Puerto Rico still has no power. It took well, them saying, fucking three might, weeks for FEMA to get to Louisiana. Within a few days, they might have the capability to fire back. It's not that the country will bounce back from the disaster. No, I'm just saying that the military. I, maybe I'm not listening to you, but the military would probably still be able to respond. Even hey, what does that do down. for the rest of us yeah, that not, are trying to live day to day? To That's kill, what I'm talking about. We get America's, to kill our own millions. Yeah, Amer- America's over if if we get like as we yeah. know it, it's over. And then whatever happens to people from fallout and from the fucking psychopath that used to be your friendly neighbor. Back yeah, to Trump. So, and, and this came because of this book, Fire and Fury, yeah. which Mike Lawrence read this weekend. He's going to actually give us a book report. His seventh grade English teacher that he's friends with on Facebook asked him to make a book report of Fire yeah, and Fury. This kid's in seventh grade? Yeah. No, it was his, his seventh grade teacher from 20 years ago, Mike Lawrence. Gave him... A book told him to do a book report. Yeah, it's like a now, funny thing. Today, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's like a. I'm just. I'm just I know, trying to didn't figure out what's going it, on. It didn't make sense. The book, of course, uh, the point was, and it actually, I only realized yesterday, the the title references the nuclear threat because it was Trump who said, it tweeted, if if Kim Jong, if Rocket Man does such and such, will release fire and fury upon North Korea. He was talking about killing everyone in North Korea. And he tweeted it because that's what you do when you're the leader of the free world. So the book is just dozens of insiders, current administration officials, cabinet level officials calling Trump, quote, you know, a fucking moron, an idiot, a child. This is Rupert Murdoch. This is Mattis. This is McMaster. This is uh, Tillerson, our oil executive in chief. So it is dozens of other staffers. This guy's incompetent. He's not fit to hold off all these quotes. And uh, and so that it. 
released this whole discussion of his Trump's mental fitness, intellectual fitness, and emotional. People saying, this guy's not fit to hold office. And Mark is responding to that, to liberals uh, making that claim. So that's the, 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 the sort of foundation of the debate. Well, f- first off, liberals are saying that he's not fit to hold office because of the things Steve Bannon and, and other people in his cabinet said in the book, right? Yeah, yeah. But those, and our own those, observations. But, but those yeah. people that were saying these things about him, none of them have come out and said he's not fit to hold office. So no matter what the backstabby, gossipy bullshit was that was going on, none of them think that they might think he's an idiot. They might think he's a child. They might think he... Well, that might be implied that a child isn't fit to be the president. They haven't said it explicitly because they still the have problem, a job. But the problem well, is, no, John, but it, it is implied because there's, there's an age limit on the presidency. Right. Don't you have to be at least 35? Well, right. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. That should be to, intellectually to, to and be, emotionally, too. To be president, you have to have been born in the U.S. and you have to be at least 35. That's it. Now, if we want to make other requirements, then we should do it. Oh, and I, I think this, is a, this should be a launching pad for that... But Mark, so here's the thing: like, it's everyone's in, a, everyone's out there saying, "I personally don't think he's fit to hold office for A, B, and C." You're everyone's not, not saying that again. No, Mattis okay. isn't saying that. Steve right, Bannon right, 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 right. I'm that. just saying all these people that you yeah, know, opponents of the president are, are saying that, and I'm saying, I'm saying, here's my reasons: he's not fit to hold office, and other presidents were. You're not so much. Um, you're doing two things: one, you, you'll you'll battle people on their criteria, on their A, B, and C of why he's not fit. But then you'll also say what you just did was the legalistic argument was there's no legal standard that says he's not fit and that he should be removed right now. There's impeachment and there's the 25th Amendment and that and those haven't been enacted and therefore he's fit. That's what I hear you well, saying. That, that is. See, remember you're talking about two two sides of wisdom, whatever. Yeah, I've got two arguments. I've got the legal argument that there's only two requirements to be fit to be president. And I'm sorry, but if you look at this country. He's as fit to be president as most of the people here are fit to vote for him. This country is in a shamble. He's as good of a representative of all of us as a populace as any other idiot that we could put in his place. Well, I think I agree with Mark on this one. I didn't think it's the way you prefaced it earlier about being so contrarian, but I I think I pretty much agree with him. Well, that's actually interesting. So you're saying that he, and I've said it a million times, is that we've got the guy we deserve. Sure, exactly. He reflects us. So you're saying that's exactly what the president's supposed to be, a representative of the people. Yes. And and therefore, if if Trump does represent us better than other presidents even, I might argue, in in a negative way, then he's eminently fit to hold office. And and this is the other reason I think he's fit to hold office. He's doing exactly what he's always done. And what every other president does. What do they do? They surround themselves with experts, right? Supposedly. Granted, Trump has done a less than bang-up job surrounding himself with experts. Yeah. But, I mean, that's he's the know-nothing dude. He knows nothing. He doesn't care. He's just like, hey, experts, you figure it out. Tell me. I'll sign it. Yeah. Like that. what he was talking about, the dreamer thing. Yeah, he goes, I don't care what's in it. I don't care what it is. Just you bring it to me and I'll sign it. Yeah, which is a huge show. That that was that televised uh, meeting. It was literally to prove that he was fit to hold office because it was in the wake of this book. And they were like, no, we'll show him. And he wanted to show himself in action. So they put on the stage. They let the cameras in for a whole hour long meeting with 
with senators and whatnot talking about the budget and the new the, the thing that's on the table right now in Congress, the budget and DACA. And he it was this huge show because he was just so agreeable. He was like, well, that's interesting, Nancy Pelosi. Like, uh, I, I absolutely think uh, we can do that. He was just he said yes to everything. And then so she would say, we need a clean uh, dream act or whatever. And he just he said, absolutely. He goes, we're, we're, we need that. We'll have that. And then another and then the Republican, Republican goes, goes, uh, I don't know if the. The president is is expressing himself clearly. He's trying to tell the president w- what he just said. Right, because clean dream act yeah. doesn't mean that might not be what, what the American people seen. exactly. But I'm sure we could work. To, it was it was hilarious. Well, it was the same Trump thing. Is, every time someone talks, he goes, "Yep, that's we'll do that." Because well, he's was, being magnanimous. He's it, being a leader. It was, it was all just. It was a, such a. It was show. the same thing with the FISA thing. Yes. a couple of days before about well, about that, NSA. Uh, renewing, being able to have surveillance. So on let's do citizens. the timeline. Trump wakes up, turns on Fox and Friends. Fox and Friends is saying it this was controversial. The judge, FISA. It was Judge uh, Napolitano. No, no, no. The the dude Napolitano. Or yeah, that's his name. Uh, anyway, so he uh, they were saying they called it the controversial FISA thing. They, the Fox and Friends was saying FISA, the unwarranted wiretapping of people in America. That is. But it's not unwarranted because there's FISA courts that, that give the warrant. But no, w- but but they they're doing it. They authorize with, the NSA thing too. Yes, with oh, okay. bef- before they have an warrant. The, yes. So it's just a extending broad, that everyone's being surveilled. Completely unconstitutional. And then once they find something, then they'll go back and get a warrant. Right. And then do whatever. That's right. So this is extending the NSA's incredibly unconstitutional uh, spying privileges. Right. And so Fox and Friends said, the FISA thing is up for renewal. It's controversial. And so Trump Well, goes, and then Judge Napolitano was said like... Particularly that... Particularly for Trump, because this is how Obama spied on him in the Trump Tower. He said, don't and he's, renew he's saying, this. I don't see why Trump would support this and yes. blah, blah, blah. So Trump watches that and he goes, yeah... They did that to me. They didn't. But they did that to me. So that I don't like it. I don't like this unwarranted thing, NSA stuff. So he go, he tweets, the FISA thing is up. You know, he says, I don't like it. You know, this is what Obama used terrible against and- me, and it's bad. And then Paul Ryan calls the president after seeing the tweet. This is how government works now. Calls him for half an hour and explains what FISA is and why Republicans need to have unwarranted wiretapping of Americans. Because Republicans now control the White House and the Senate. (laughs) That's why they need it. They want the power. If there was a Democratic president and the Democrats controlled the Senate and the House, they would need it. The Republicans would not need it. No, and the the Democrats would. And the Democrats would. (laughs) Like Obama did. But, but, well, and the Democrats, even the Democrats were for it this time because then CNN, for the longest time, that was what they were running with why Trump was such an idiot that he was against this until well, it's until also because, the shithole comment. But it's also because then it became something else. His administration had already been saying we want the uh, FISA renewal. They had already been saying sure. They so had, he contradicted. But, well, and and that's that shows you that he's not a true conservative. He's not a true Republican. Yeah. His whole fucking it's not true. platform running campaign when he was talking shit about Bush for getting us in a war with Iraq. When he was talking shit about the FBI and CIA and all the fucking lying that we, the, us going and uh, messing with other fucking countries, their their presidential elections. It was all like, just hot air, yeah. No, it wasn't all hot air. It's it's things that he thought about at least, 
and knew that the American public yeah, that's is true. sick of big government yeah. in certain ways. But as soon as he can benefit from it, then now he's on board. Sure, sure. So Paul Ryan can tells him, no, you're for FISA, uh, uh, Trump. You're for it. And he goes, oh, okay. And then he, he tweets a half hour later, on, on the other hand... <laughs> Uh, right. FISA is really important to our national security. So we're gonna we're renewing that. And he goes and with because I I gave specific uh, I took out the bad parts of it. He said I made recommendations to take out the bad parts of, of FISA. So it's okay. We're gonna vote for it. And those those things had not were not in the bill. The, the, he didn't change anything on it. That's just a lie, another lie. Or he maybe he thought they were going along with his. He told he's like, well, how about if you take this out? And Paul Ryan's like, yeah, just just say you're for it. So that's a, that's what happened there. He's literally watches TV, and and these Fox people, these personalities, are communicating directly to him through the through television. It's it's a psychotic world now. That's actually true. The men on TV are communicating to you through the television. Donald Trump. That's literally yeah. But but I mean, they in give the, him his in, policy in, stuff. In the, go, in the, well, but in the past, I guess it was the other way around. The government would give the media their talking points and tell them what they were going to talk about to us, not to us. And now it's the other way around. The media is telling Donald Trump specifically what he's going to talk about. Yep. And and the other side too, is like SNL calling Steve Bannon, president Bannon, you know, that worked. I mean, I remember talking about it. I was like, he'll, I was like, Trump will hate that. And and he's, he's just shallow enough that, that he'll actually take like, SNL, something they're saying, and like clearly trying to manipulate him, and he'll fall for it. He'll take the bait. Like he's that simple. He's that easy to to manipulate. You just say, President Bannon, he's in charge. You're not in charge, Donald. And he hated that. And it probably led to him firing Steve Bannon eventually. The media should keep fucking with Trump by by saying things they know will piss him off. Although maybe they shouldn't, because this is a dangerous game that we're playing. The, the thing is, like if you call as, him weak, he as, might, as much he might as, launch nuclear weapons. As much as I think Trump is an idiot, it's true that there is a deep state. It's true that there is a fucking, I don't know, I wouldn't call it a shadow government, but there's a government that operates for the government. Yeah. And it has no fucking care or concern for the citizens of this country or fucking democracy or fucking any of these other things that they supposedly tell us they're for. And so when it comes down to whether any of these career intelligence agents are are patriots and they know the dirt of the world, they know how bad it is out there. I'm talking about the actual organization and the people that are maybe even above that and telling that organization. Like, I'm not saying people that work for the CIA aren't patriotic. I'm sure there's tons of agents that are. Yeah. And sometimes the they forces. probably get dead and disappeared for shit that they know that, that right. people don't want to come out. Right. problem that I see with this whole Trump being fit or not is Trump's election was, for what whatever else, it was the people wanting a fucking change. They voted Obama in twice because they wanted a change. They did not get the change of government that they wanted. So they voted for fucking Trump. If Sanders would have run under the Democrat, I guarantee you he would have been elected because he was even more of a change than Trump Trump. Yeah. Or or more uh, genuine. Think of how much Not, different the conversations we'd be just having more today would be. More, more charismatic. I mean, you know. Think of how much different yeah, those sure. conversations would be today. But Mark would be shitting on Sanders for authorizing some military. There, I'm sure there'd be things that I disagree. Yeah, me with too. Me but too. guess why? Guess why that didn't happen? People didn't vote for it. Him. Wasn't because no. That's why. Wasn't because the Republicans. The day. 
And why did people not vote for him, John? Well, he did. They, did they have? Did they have? Reasons. Did he have a hundred percent backing for that seat as much as Hillary did? You got to go. All right, man. Thanks, Brian. We'll see you next Later, time. Later, Brian. But anyways, my There's point. There's several my, reasons he didn't. But anyways, win the my point is that the media now and the government behind it wants the public to think that no, you you don't just want any any idiot getting in that position. The president is a highly exalted position that only professionals should have that have worked with us for long periods of time and know all the intricacies of the machinery of our of our system. Well, let me suggest... They, they don't want some just blowhard Jimmy Carter yeah. fucking, you know, whatever. Not I don't just see to a say, lot of that. Trump's an idiot. But guess mm. what? So the fitness, because I don't see tons of that, of people harking on the narrative that we can never have an outsider I again. do already with well, the Oprah yeah. thing as celebrity. Like, we don't want another celebrity. And I would say, yes, we don't really want another celebrity. That doesn't mean that we want another professional fucking politician either. Well, can I suggest partly that you might be feeling a little bit of, uh, of inner turmoil because... Like Dan Carlin, the last true independent, I call him, the great podcaster, historian. He has been advocating for 35 years for outsider president, third party specifically. He hates this two-party system. He knows they're all corrupt, et cetera, et cetera. And he has been having an existential crisis because with the election of Trump, he says, look, I never, he never liked Trump at all. From the first day he went on the stage, Carlin was like, this guy's a maniac. No. But he says, look, I've been advocating for this generally for 35 years. And now that I have it, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. And he's not now a Democrat or now a Republican. But he's at least admitting that the thing he was advocating has turned out disastrously, at least in this incarnation. So is that going on in you a little bit? No, (laughs) because I don't think Trump. Okay, for appearance sake. Yes, he's a disaster. For appearance sake, for the respect of the rest of the world. For the environment, for, 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 for I don't, the banks, for... Uh, he's a, there's a lot of pragmatic reasons he's a disaster, man. The shit that he's doing is, four years from now, it could be turned over. And so, fuck so I, I disagree there, because I, I, I agree generally with you earlier about the fitness thing, but I disagree there. And and I want to say to the what I was agreeing with earlier with the fitness thing is that I don't I don't like the idea of putting arbitrary fitness rules just to remove him. Right. And and part of this is is even even coming like not even talking about like some you know high minded like this is the way the rule should be angle but just like what I personally want to see happen to Trump I don't want to see him ruled out by some new technicality they create yeah and because I also don't want to see all of his supporters get all angry and say oh they made up this thing and they removed him blah blah right. blah 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 right. like I want to see him brought down by Within the, by some sort of rock little. rock solid unquestionable thing yep. where where he's wrong and it's shown it's show, it's proven that he's wrong and it's it's almost Almost like and I mean through through impeachment or the twenty fifth right. amendment it and has it, to be one of them and it's the same thing with this thing talking about his like slipping like mental condition yeah like I I don't want it I don't want that to be the excuse like oh well he's just crazy now or he's just whatever because Bernie Sanders will be the oldest president right. ever if he's ever elected and, well, yeah and, and, he, and he's going to do something and then people will be like well where's his mental he's eighty three you know right he's, he's I'm just senile. I'm just saying whatever they do. I'm agreeing with Greg. Whatever they do to Trump, it has to be with. They can the do to someone else later yes, that yes, you like. Absolutely. So be careful what you. And it's and it's and I see it. I see what's happening right now is almost like a 
some of the stuff that's going around the media, I don't know. I don't know who specifically is buying into it, but it's like a little bit of it's it's a little bit of uh, not holding out for what we really want because it's it's you know the thing I disagreed about Mark with. I do think that Trump is damaging things. Some things may be irreparably, and like and we need to just keep talking about that. Like it can't just be like well, these little things. Yeah, like well, yeah. he he said this His thing so, so we can get him out now. It's like. It's like, but just but hold the, to the fact that he's destroying the country, yeah, right? But the things, but that. the things that Trump is destroying, possibly of the country, he's able to destroy because he has people siding with him and voting for them, yeah. and 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 uh, you know, letting those things happen. And also, it's a little bit of they're telling Trump what what they want. Like, tr- like I said, Trump is really like. Just this fucking unmolded clay. He just wants, and he just and wants. He just, wants some, he just wants people to like him yeah. and to fucking say Worship nice him. things about yeah. him and whatever. So if you could get the people who want environment, you know, stuff strengthened, or what, if they could just try to start being nice to him and try to, no. maybe maybe that would happen. I'm just saying. Trump before he got became in got in office, he was a much different. He said yeah. much different so, so things. It's the people around him because because that almost happened with and I, and I think that's Chuck partly, and, and when Chuck and Nancy that meeting a few months ago where they they treated him respectfully right. and he admires powerful people. He admires yeah. those two people particularly. Anyone who's powerful, he admires. And so when they came in and treated him respectfully, he came out of that meeting going, "Oh, we'll do DACA," and then and then Breitbart exploded. And it's the people around him. The Republicans called him up. They everyone in his cabinet said no no but but then he fired bannon right yeah and said and had that all that stuff to say about bannon so what happened with breitbart there did breitbart and now bannon's not even part of breitbart so is breitbart supporting trump even though he's pushing the dreamers well he's not anymore he's abandoned that or or no no he's not well he's still going for he's made the shithole comments but that well, that wasn't but, about well. He the tweeted dreamers. today that DACA that was about is, he said the today chain immigration today he said DACA is basically dead. He tweeted he goes DACA is basically lie. dead because the Democrats don't really want it. Some incoherent thing. But you're right. He might do a DACA. He might sign. He he would like to. I think he would like to sign a budget with some limited form of that in there. But the pressure he gets from his base is so intense. That is their number one issue is immigration. But his supporters. That's their number one issue they care about. Right. And that's why he wants the wall. Yeah. Even though he's been going back on that. But anyway. <laughs> so so you're right. Yeah. If they were they were when they were nice to him, it worked. But then it didn't work because uh, he's surrounded by so many conservatives. Well, he's he's a vacuum. they're always going to win. He, well, the last guy in the, to talk to him—that's the opinion he takes. Right, but I mean, and that's because he's a vacuum, and he's yeah. you know he fell under that thing, and those are the people around him, like you said, filling positions, whatever. I I like your argument though. Uh, actually, the fitness thing is that if I'm right that he's a the, a reflection of our culture, that that's exactly what a president is supposed to be. Well, yeah, and therefore, on that basis, you know, he he's fit to hold office in that sense. My that's my main line of argument was that the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Well, actually, uh, when did that come in? Anyway, but the impeachment and the the ways we have of taking presidents out, uh, at least impeachment, were written before the advent of nuclear weapons. And so the fact, so that now the fact that the office holder can end 
life on earth to me changes the standards of fitness, at least in a personal opinion sense. Like people's opinion about fitness should be affected well, that, by the nuclear button. I'm not saying we should write a rule now where you can't well, you you know, have I, to have this grammar ability to be president. That you guys are right well, about. Well, that, that's that's the thing with the fitness. I, no, I do agree with that, though. But it's that should have been something that came up during the general. Like, you know what I mean? He shouldn't have gotten... Well, it was. Hillary used that line of attack a lot. Yeah, no, and, and, and that's good. I mean, but I'm guess what i'm saying is that the fact that so many people's own subjective fitness filter like let him pass yeah that's the issue, that's and, the issue. and it's like if you can't really, democracy you can't really make a rule afterwards if that many people let it through their own well, also, well, i don't want to make a rule i just well, what I kind want of, what them kind to of impeach rule are you gonna for, make you gonna make an, make people take an iq yeah and they have to it get a certain number yeah are you gonna make you know like you were just talking about the the mushroom dude yeah it was in fucking Special Ed. People thought he was retarded. Yeah. So he wouldn't have passed. Right. He wouldn't have, couldn't be a president. That's true. You know no, I, mean? I wouldn't so want I, an IQ test or any psychological thing. It's too mushy. It's too wishy washy. So you can't have that. I, I just want them to impeach him for 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 crimes. I understand. And I want more of the twenty fifth amendment. You want to impeach him for the reasons you do. Yeah. And I'm not arguing against. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But like like Greg had said earlier, th- that's where they need to actually get this evidence. Yeah. Get him on hard fucking shit that he has done that he has violated laws I saw that, and you know Marxists, and then impeach him I saw Marxists the other day saying this is such a distraction it's just a distraction for the Democratic Party to excuse Hillary's loss and they said I want this Mueller investigation ended I want I would think we should put pressure on him to end this investigation and focus on seizing the means of production among the whatever stupid fucking bullshit these idiots <laughs> Mueller's Mueller's gonna focus on seizing no he's saying the American people should end this investigation oh. and we and then we'll focus on the real issues I was like end the invest you, you're a leftist who hates Democrats so much that you want to literally artificially end a criminal investigation into a guy who definitely committed crime definitely committed crimes all throughout his career money laundering it's gonna come out and they want to st- they want to cut that off forget the deutsche bank records just close the investigation this is a marxist a leftist saying this you people are fucking insane that's how much they hate democrats but, they, they hate democrats more than anything they but, really do hate but, democrats but more is, than they hate the, the old right what if what if donald trump's all the stuff that he did with deutsche bank and stuff that's connected to the russians and what if that all exposes the the corrupt just fucking world system in general and shows you you think Can't the international wait. think the international banking fucking people want that shit coming out what, and want the public well, what kind of stuff are you fucking, talking about though you mean like what about the stuff that's already come out like the panama papers yeah we already these know things. these people are, are like corrupt. it's already there <laughs> But you're right. They don't want it to come out for sure, but I do. Well, well, I can't wait to see the international order exposed. Well, the Panama exposed. Papers were older. I'm just saying the American public <laughs> and just public in general <coughs> tends to forget. Sure. After, you know, you, something comes out. I'm just saying that this would be new revelations sure. and, and dragging it up again. He might have some protectors. Yeah. Donald Trump might have some people that don't want him to... Get exposed for sure. It might be his phone. Well, yeah, and a, a, still... a kind of example of that is the FISA bill. Adam Schiff, the the guy in charge of the House, the the second in command of the House investigation of Trump's election thing. The, Schiff hates Trump. He's always saying, "Oh, we need to impeach this guy," and and he's calling him he's treasonous. He's he's in bed with a dictator, Vladimir Putin. This is the stuff Adam Schiff says, and a bunch of other Democrats. They voted for the FISA expansion. 
So they're at the at the same time that they're saying this president is unfit to hold office and a traitor and maybe a Manchurian candidate of a Russian dip, uh, dictator. This is a rhetoric they use, and which I tend to agree is probably true. We should give him unlimited war- warrantless sure. spying powers over sure. Americans. You are some fucking corrupt. Backwards, mother hypocritical well, motherfuckers. Could, the Democrats could, who voted for that—they could, could have stopped that bill. They needed Democrats. Yeah, but but they they don't think about it in those terms. Oh, they, they think, think about it. They just they have their donors. They have they. That's well, why they yeah. vote for it. There's no there's no there's no confusion there. They're, they're voting for it because that's who gives them money is the fucking whatever whoever profits from that. Uh, there's one funny thing with the saying like foes that could take them down because some of these last things that came out about like the porn stars and stuff. Right. That's like uh, he was like at the same party as like Bill Clinton. So it's like this whole time, like maybe Bill Clinton could have like brought him down. Yeah, but he didn't want to because he banged six hookers right. that night too. Right, right. Yeah. So it's like you had this like during the when back to during the general election, you had like the husband of 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 the one candidate who like could have brought down the other one. Yeah. But then, because he didn't want to get in trouble. But then, yeah, it would have made him all look bad. That was a theme. I kept going back to that during the election. Hillary Clinton had time and again on the the most sensitive thing lines of attack for Trump. She had the same thing going on. Couldn't use that line of attack. The sexual harassment was was one she tried that, and then everyone went nuts about Bill Clinton and her covering up for Bill and attacking the victims, which she did. And then a million the war war like uh like anything with. Trump shouldn't have the nuclear button. It's like, oh, well, you should, Hillary. You started the Iraq war, which everyone hates, or you voted for it. So, and then in a million other examples, any, she couldn't attack him on ties to banks, obviously, or well, and, she had far bigger ties to banks. She couldn't attack his, his fraudulent foundation, the Trump foundation, because she has a fraudulent foundation over and over. She had, uh, she couldn't attack him on gay rights. She only was for gay marriage in 2013. Well, and that's the things that people should really be clamoring for and, and, and upset about is like, so you have actual the electoral system. He didn't get the popular vote, but he's president. You know, if you really think that's a problem, maybe you want to fix that. Maybe you want to fix gerrymandering. Yeah. And, and, and you know, fix the stuff that happened in districts where they were not allowing some people even to vote and like and fix all that. Maybe the nuclear button, you know, maybe there should be a litmus test. Not, not even like, okay, say you th- think the president is fit to hold office. How do we know that like when he demanded that the warheads got launched, that he was in his right mind right then. He could have been on like, medication. R- right. Had remember no sleep. a couple months ago, I told you about that story that was on NPR, where there was a guy who was flew a bomber, yeah. an, an atomic bomber, and then he was getting taking classes to become uh, in the fucking bunker, like in yeah. an MX missile silo. Huh. And he actually asked that. That's the only question he asked. He's like, how do we know for sure that the president is in his right mind at the exact moment yeah. that he that he says this? And they kicked and, him out. And they, yeah. That, well, they didn't just kick him out. They kicked him out of the class. They kicked him out of the Air Force. What? They fucking, they basically and, blacklisted him. Uh, he couldn't get any, uh, you know. Security clearance? The, well, not, not that, but Job. also no pay. Like, oh, you know, the pay the he had put in. Because oh, yeah. he, had, he had been in the military for 20-some years already. Wow. Oh, and to answer your earlier question, too, uh, from my reading about this nuclear stuff, it's always supposed to be four minutes at least, like four minutes maximum strike time from when right. the president wants to wants when to strike to, to when he, yeah. Uh, yeah, and Mike Dowdy was on here and claimed that 
he had secret knowledge of why it's much harder to launch nuclear weapons than people think, but I, he couldn't give me specifically why that is the case. Like, what what is the process? Because we did a whole segment on it, and the Air Force uh, commander was saying, well, there's protocols in place. You know, he makes the order, and then it goes to, like, the Secretary of Defense or whatever, but those people are all bound by law to follow the orders of the president. There's people on the way who have to follow the order. Trump doesn't actually launch them. People have to follow the order, but they're bound by law to follow the order right. uh, under almost any circumstances. So, and, and we also have a policy of necessarily firing nuclear weapons if we're attacked by nukes, chemical weapons, or other WMD. You, we ha- we are, that's SOP, standard operating procedure. You fire nuclear weapons immediately if, if we are attacked in that way. Well, did anyone read, and I'm asking this as an actual question, was there an actual like serious investigation or even explanation with what happened in Hawaii just a couple of days ago? Like in Very the media, bizarre. it's so crazy. Yeah, I haven't. I've been looking for that too, and I haven't found it. But what we did have is the White House tweeted something or sent a press release out today that said uh, I don't remember the exact wording. It said it was it was standard procedure. Basically, they said. That's all. And then they used one little phrase like that, and then that was the end of the tweet. They didn't go further. Like, how? Well, then how did it get fucked up? It was a standard test or something. Send a false nuclear. That said, this is not a drill. In the the tweet, in that emergency, uh, the text that everyone got, it said, this is not a drill. That's what it said. I know. Yeah. And so I don't think that's standard. No, what they said today is it's. It's a drill, basically, is what they they communicate. So they didn't deny like responsibility. They didn't, but they didn't accept that something had even gone wrong. They just said, "No, that's that's how it works." And everyone's like, "No, it isn't. You can't. No, don't ever do that. Never." So because the next time that goes out, no one's gonna believe it. No, and, and so they fucked the whole thing up in Hawaii. At least no one will believe it the next time it comes out. They'll be like, "Well, it's another false alarm." And 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 that's that's the opportunities I think we're missing as the American public. Is, is there's all these things being brought out as Trump is the bumbling idiot that he is and the administration's fucking up and whatever that we could be addressing or demanding that the media addresses. Yeah. But instead, we're hook, hooked on fucking, you know, he f- fucked this porn star and then there's law where he said shithole. He said, you know, yeah. it's like... If we ignored all that stuff, that's the normalization problem. And, it, and, and no, it's no, just no. like... But but it's not, the, it's not the... I'm not saying we need to ignore it, but we need to hold the media accountable about reporting on what's important they're just yeah you can report about that that's fine now let's know what the fuck is going on with the hawaiian nuclear emergency i I agree it just happened i agree but it's i I kind of said that earlier but it's but that you know we need to focus on the fact that he's destroying the country i do i would some of these avenues of of you know whether it be porn stars or you know taxes or whatever it is i if they if if, if they're solid then we should hear about them but it's the thing is is it's so overwhelming it's uh, just like this, this shithole country thing that, that was the other day. I mean, people have, of course, said, you know, that with other presidents, it could have destroyed their presidency. Yep. But right when it happened, because some of my friends had this reaction right away, like, oh, this is it, right? This is it. Oh, come and on, I, and I was, guys. And I was, like, no. I was like, dude, this is like a day. He could say the this N-word. Is, right. He could say the N-word. It will not, it will not it's, change It's things. like one day of news. Yeah, it will not do any. I mean, and, and the glee on like Anderson Cooper, these people's faces when he says something like that, they they're so gleeful. They're like, all right, next 24 hours, this is all, all our coverage. Right. And everyone's right. like, FISA, like important things. Even just talking about the shithole thing, really him saying Haiti's a shithole country isn't important to me. What's important is that he actually doesn't understand that 
why he shouldn't say that. He doesn't understand what America is and how America is supposed to be this place that people from shittier places can come to have a better life. Yeah, the Statue of Liberty quote. The the people that are very happy where they are, the people in Norway that love their jobs and lives, and they don't want to come to America. What what are they going to get out of this? 500 Norwegians moved here in 2017. That's it. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's it. But uh, it's nothing. They don't right, come here. But like the fact that he doesn't even understand that. Right. That he thinks that we want more white people. We want more rich white people here. Well, they're just, not coming. <laughs> then fix our child mortality rate, you cunt. <laughs> it's the worst in all of the OECD countries. We have the worst child mortality, which is great. Right. And one of the worst life expectancies. But why would why would you have kids in a place with no universal health care either? Yeah, if right. you had the option not to. Yeah. Anyway, this episode was brought to you by the premier erotic cereal company, Genital Mills, with our new line of anal O's, Oops All Foreskin, and Cap and Cunt. Uh, so just go <laughs> go online to gen- genitalmills.com. And, uh, now, now, did you get those at grocery stores or adult bookstores? Uh, it's a it's a mix. It's an adult grocery store. Yeah, I'm opening a line of uh, adult grocery stores. It's called Stop and Squat. It's called <laughs> Come and Go. And that's our new sponsor. <laughs> Paula and I were, were talking like way too late at night, and we just started cackling about it. We just kept riffing on this idea of erotic cereals. <laughs> she, she's the one who first said anal O's. <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. Then I came up with genital mills and oops, all forced. <laughs> in cap cap and cunt so that was 147 i think part two thanks for listening and we'll be back next week for exciting conversations